UAE's 50 national projects, a new era for prosperity and development. But it's also a big week for the economy and business in general, with Adnok Drilling's IPO and Mohammed bin Zayed University for AI launching a program for executives and government leaders. You're listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. If you like this show, please do subscribe at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio content. With me is my co-host and the National's feature editor, Kelsey Warner. Hi, Kelsey. Hey, Mustafa. So we're talking about a number of big stories uh, this week. We have the uh, UAE's 50 national projects. The details were announced on Sunday. We have the intention to float from Adnoc Drilling. Um, the unit of Abu Dhabi National Oil Company uh, on the Abu Dhabi Stock Exchange. We have this new program uh, for executives and business leaders at the Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence, to name but a few. Just a few. I feel like we're calling it. We're saying this week is a historic week, everyone. Pay attention. It feels that way. And I want us, when we look back uh, in weeks, months, years to come, and say, you know, where did all of this come from? The seeds were planted this week. Well, I, I think the back the background is for, that there has been this momentum for some time, but perhaps hasn't been articulated as loudly mm-hmm. as as it has in the last few days. So I think 2021 has really been characterized by a focus in the UAE and not just in the UAE, the region, Saudi Arabia, other places to kind of really revitalize or vitalize um, their, if that's a word, um, their economic development economic path Mm -hmm. and to ensure that growth and job creation and entrepreneurship and all the the important you know factors that we need going forward are given as much energy and time as possible right and not just oxygen but actual investment and the protocols you need in place to do all of these things yeah but but also so there's no confusion because the last 10 years in the region hasn't been easy. And there's been a lot of competing priorities. Um, and this doesn't necessarily apply directly to the UAE, but it's part of the conversation where you've had um, the likes of ISIS, you've had the the fallout from the, the uprisings a decade ago. Um, we've, we've had, you know, a lot of politics. We've had the whole Iran problem um, with instability in the region. You look at what's going on with Lebanon, and you know we've t- touched on this before in, in previous conversations, and and it's almost like business, the economy, investment, while continue to be important, maybe hasn't got as much airtime in the conversation as it needs to be, and and then saying that essentially the the solution to a lot of the wider problems, societal, political, and otherwise is perhaps to create this idea of economic opportunity. You know, we talked about dignity, but it's also the chance at success and wealth creation and all, all the things that actually um, end up creating um, a focal point. Yeah, I mean, I buy this, this idea of economic opportunity, but coupled with an actual roadmap. So let's talk about first this really high-profile gathering of cabinet ministers in Dubai on Sunday where they announced principles of the 50, which, you know, three months ahead of the UAE's jubilee, the celebration of 50 years since its inauguration, a month ahead of Dubai Expo, really laying the stage for what the priorities are of the nation in terms of economic development. And you look at what was laid out, and to me, headlines are – 
much greater emphasis, infrastructure, investment placed in the digital, the digital entrepreneurship, you know, tech-based, knowledge-based economy. Well, uh, uh, 50, because this, this comes back to the announcement initially, which was 50 projects to mark the 50th anniversary, December 2nd. And we had detail of 13 of these 50. Um, and there's more to come, we expect, next week uh, to understand. And, and when people think of projects, maybe they think of hard infrastructure. But these might be better described as initiatives and programs. One of the leading ones for me as we think about you know, transitioning into a more tech-based economy is the idea of having enough coders to code our future. So the 100,000 coders initiative, we've been seeing, I think, pitter-patters of attracting more coders, educating people to become computer scientists, software developers over the last decade here. But this actually puts in place visa plans, you know, as you say, actual programs to train both Emiratis and attract international talent to come here and you know, code what needs to be done for us to have this digital economy. And we, we've had a real transition in the last two decades where um, when the UAE was first in its rapid period of development at the beginning um, of the 21st century, it's funny to say that, but it was the beginning of the 21st century. It was about roads and buildings and, you know, places to live and places to work. So the the soft aspects of infrastructure, so data law, for example, making it clear what it means for companies if you come and house your data um, in the UAE. And lots of countries are looking at this because it's a very important infrastructure. But then there were the 10 principles for the 50 that kind of underpinned why the UAE was doing this. And you know, a couple of those sprung to mind. For example, the, the UAE's foreign policy serves higher national goals, which includes its economic interests. Um, you know, the future driver for growth is our people, um, good neighbor, neighborliness and stability. Um, high quality of life, essentially, is what is what they're saying. I mean, the UAE is offering that. And then a couple of days later, you had not unconnected, but something different was a global campaign to kind of show that the UAE is a great place for business, whether you're an entrepreneur or otherwise, um, to, to articulate that even further not just here, but any anywhere that people are interested. And then if we come back to what happened during the pandemic with, you know, work work from anywhere visas and, you know, this idea of you can make the UAE your base, it doesn't matter where you earn your living. We, we, it's, you know, the future is beginning to take shape. It feels that way. I mean, Minister of Cabinet Affairs, Mohammed Al-Gargawi said, you know, if you look to the last 50 years, we've been about aviation, logistics and energy. And now we're looking to the next 50 years. We're going to be about a circular economy, digital AI technology. And what that really means is we're no longer just trying to attract expats who can plug into these really big inter- industries but are ultimately kind of cogs in a wheel. This new ad campaign, these efforts, I think really underpin to your point, you know, live and work here. Don't just work here. That We need to actually also provide a level of quality of life and, to your point, this value of neighborliness and just, just quality of quality of living. I think it, it really appeals to millennials. You're a millennial. Does it appeal to you? It does. They're selling it. I mean, I always say I've lived here for six years and this place gets more and more compelling the longer I stay, that with each year they seem to add sort of a nuance or a layer of what makes 
this place a good place to live. And while my contracts have changed, my jobs have changed, you know, the things I, I write about, the things I cover just kind of keep getting more interesting. And I think, you know, they lay out a playbook here for the next 50 and this kind of confirms some of what I've been talking about for the last couple of years. Of I have this theory that it keeps getting more nuanced here. And, and this, I think, proves that out a bit um, and, and offers some real concrete evidence that, that there's plans to, to take this even further. So you wrote about the uh, Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence launching a program for government and business leaders in the UAE to actually learn about AI and how to apply it. This to me really bookends the 100,000 coders initiative. When you think about maybe the army of coders that we need to to build that infrastructure, on the other hand, you also need decision makers who are really well-equipped and literate on these topics. AI and machine learning are you know, the, the, the pointy ends of the spear. Uh, so MBZ UAI's initiative to you know, start bringing in around 40 ex- top executives per cohort on these 12-week boot camps with some top you know, professors from MIT, UC Berkeley, from their own university, from MBZ UAI, of course, as well, um, you know, to really train this generation of leaders on how to make decisions and identify opportunities in this field. Um, other places, other cities are doing this, but they're in the UK, they're in the United States, they're in China. We're not seeing this in the region. It's it's leading f- to me. So if we switch gears and, and look at maybe the the more traditional aspects of, of economic development, we, we had some other news this week, which was uh, the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company, as mentioned, um, is uh, going to float 7.5% of its drilling unit on the Abu Dhabi stock market uh, in October, according to their to their plans. Um, and this is, this is interesting because it's the second unit that they're listing, um, but also that drilling is such a kind of traditional, historic uh, part of, 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 you know, where Abu Dhabi and the UAE... A, a legacy piece of exactly. business for sure. So what does that signify to you? I mean, it's significant in terms of the potential deal sheet, the potential for upside, but what does this signal to you? Well, I mean, there's a bigger picture of Adnox been undergoing, uh, it's in its sixth year of transformation since uh, Dr. Sultan al-Jabra became CEO. And it looks like a completely different organization. It's no longer just a national oil company, but is an international energy company. And we've discussed other things it's working on, such as hydrogen and other innovations. But the idea that this drilling unit that was, you know, one of the first aspects of Adnoc to be working in oil and gas, you know, there were times that they were, before they became Adnoc, they were working and they were looking for oil and gas or oil predominantly at the beginning in, the, in, in Abu Dhabi and they weren't finding it at first. And then eventually, you know, struck commercial quantities and then, you know, everyone knows kind of what happened after that. And, and here we have it uh, going to be uh, listed on the Abu Dhabi exchange. People will buy shares locally, international investors as well. And it has, according to the market, quite a positive uh, story. Um, the business is almost without risk in terms of opportunity because it does all the drilling that Adnoc needs. And Adnoc's planning to expand its capacity until 2030. Adnoc drilling will be doing that. Then you have Baker Hughes, the American company, oil services company that has a 5% stake, will continue to have that. That's very important. So I think there will be a really good reaction to this. And then just for the market itself, widens the 
the number of companies available for investors. And then you have other aspects that perhaps aren't the priorities, but then you have ad not drilling compelled to communicate to the market periodically, uh, increases transparency. That's important for business in general. And then what they do, others follow. If you have in Saudi Arabia as well, for example, Aqua Power is listing there in the stock market. They have renewables, but they also have old school coal power, other things. So for for the layperson, though, can you even drill down further, pardon the pun, into why these listing of energy companies is like a maturing of the market? Like, what does this actually indicate? So it, it feels exciting. It feels significant. But for somebody who doesn't really understand why stock markets... Well, there's two, there's two reasons to this. There's one which is sort of historical, which is that usually in this part of the world, um, governments held on to all resources and all aspects of those resources for a number of different reasons. Um, and now, you know, what Adnoc's been doing for the last few years is opening this up to investors while retaining control. So this is another example of that. But then the second thing is, and this is the bigger picture, that oil and gas is maturing. And I think nobody denies that we're entering some uh, s- sort of end of a cycle I don't want to use like over overwrought expressions like peak oil or or anything like that. But certainly, we you look at climate change, look at you know the car the, the attitude to carbon, um, what governments are doing, what Adnoc's doing, what the UAE is doing. Um, it's definitely at the end of a cycle. So now is the time to kind of realize do, realize is, value is to do these things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not not in five years, not in ten years, perhaps not even in one year. Um, you know, now now's the time to do this successfully. And in terms of timing, it is okay if you don't want to be overwrought, then I don't want to be too poetic. But the timing of Adnoc sort of unleashing drilling in this week, signaling greater transparency, signaling access to an international market during a week when we're also talking about you know attracting entrepreneurs, attracting more foreign direct investment directly to the UAE, it feels like there is some parallels here. There's some parallelism happening in terms of the UAE announcing itself a bit more on a global stage of we're here, you know. Yeah, I think that's a little bit that we're in we're in kind of silly season now. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> also and, it happens to be but, yeah, first week of September. And and we're looking like you said Expo next month, then then we're gonna have air show and ADIPEC, the oil and gas exhibition, will be happening. You know, will be at both. Um, the Business Extra podcast will be will be there, um, reporting from it. And and really until early December, you you kind of yes, start a silly season. This week though feels like it's setting the table. Yeah, I mean, setting, it's an interesting bar that they've set, and and kind of all things that follow will perhaps be in the context of of of, of what we've heard this week. And, and really, if you are, you know, announcing programs or initiatives or deals, um, then then you kind of have to see what what's gone on before. Uh, but also, you know, it's hard to forget we had the pandemic last year that put the brakes on a lot of things. Yes, deals got done, um, and international deals got done, and they were successful. But it was a different atmosphere, a different environment. So now, perhaps, these things are being launched when we can do things a little bit more how we did pre-pandemic with all the new developments and initiatives that come with it. Dare we say it's our new normal? I don't want to say that. It's not our new normal. (laughs) We've been trying to call new normal for the last year. 
but maybe maybe this is one of them. I mean, I, for one, to my point earlier around things feeling more compelling over time, am looking forward to speaking to alumni of these programs that are being set up this week because it does add, as people become more, as I said, just tech literate, tech savvy, I've asked executives executives before, you know, what's your AI strategy? Blank stares. We might now start to actually form some answers to these questions. Everyone's going to want to talk about the AI strategy to you in a few months. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. But also ideas around data privacy um, and just, you know, where, where we're headed on that as well. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> Kelsey Warner, thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, that's it for today. All that remains to thank our production team, Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan. Do join us again next time.